Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and you've guessed it, this is where we talk about money. And it is my mission to empower you, to help you make the best financial decisions possible. Why? Because money is a tool, life is for living. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Conversation of Money podcast. Yes, it is another Monday. And first and foremost, let me start this off by apologizing because last Monday I failed you. Um, I did not deliver a podcast episode. Uh, Truth be told, there's a lot of stuff going on in the background right now, some very exciting stuff. And through all the madness of it all, I just completely lost track of time. It wasn't until Monday that morning that I realized that I didn't have an episode. What I try to do is bring topical topics at the right time uh, to the podcast. And today is a prime example of of that happening. So we're going to be talking about something that is topical, is in the news. Some of you may have actually picked up this story on Sunday, yesterday. And that is Binance being banned here in the UK. So the big question is, what does it all mean? What's actually happening? Should you be worried? Should you be, should you be looking at moving all your stuff out of Binance and going elsewhere? What is actually going on? Now, if I'm honest, I don't like the way the tabloids are reporting this. I really don't like it at all. Um, because one of them reads, this is from City AM, Binance given the boot by UK Financial Watchdog. Okay, so quite sensationalist in itself. I don't think of a true reflection of what is going on when you actually dig a little bit deeper. So what I want to do in this episode is just cut through the, the fodder and give you my thoughts and actually what is going on. So what have they been banned from doing? Um, And what does it actually mean for you moving forward? Because a lot of people have been messaging saying, well, what should I do? Should I should I? get rid of all of my my crypto in Binance now? Uh, should I sell? Should I go and find someone else? Should I transfer it to another wallet? All this kind of stuff, right? We're going to get into all of that and I'm going to give you my thoughts. So let me just start this off and just reiterate who the FCA are and what their, what their role is, right? Because I think this will give us a really good point to start from. And I do want to draw a parallel between what's happening with Binance and how it's different in some instances to people like CashFX, where EverFX has been uh, also um, stripped of their ability to do certain things, which impacts uh, CashFX negatively because of what they're doing. Now, Binance is, is in a completely different uh, arena because Binance is a registered company here in the UK. So they're a proper legal entity here in the UK and they are authorized by the FCA. However, they've had some of their regulatory uh, permissions redrawn. Okay. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So who are the FCA? If you hear me, if you've been listening to me, you've been following me for a while, I always tell you, you need to be working with a company or, you know, invest or trade with a company who is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Okay. Because the FCA are the UK regulators. They basically make sure that companies work in a framework according to strict rules, guidelines, pieces of legislation to ensure that they can't do anything untowards when they're dealing with your money, i.e. they can't go and, you know, uh, 
send it to somewhere that maybe is a risky investment and risk you losing money. They can't do those kind of things. They have to abide by a very strict string of rules, guidelines, and regulations. They are there primarily to make sure that obviously the stock market and all of the markets are healthy and they operate properly. But a big part of what they do is to ensure that you as consumers have consumer protections and they are the watchdogs in the fact that if companies, Binance or any other company breaks those guidelines, those rules, those regulations, they will come down on them quite heavily. And the FCA have been known to be very heavy handed with companies that break the rules and the regulations. Very heavy handed. There is almost a fear in companies that they do not want the FCA walking into their business. Now, I've worked in the industry for a while. I have been in a business when the FCA has been in. And literally what they do when they do an audit is they, they, they pull up the floorboards and they look around everything. And if they find something they don't like, and we used to have this running joke to saying you feel like you're guilty. There's no such thing as innocent till proven guilty when they come into the office. There is a sense that you're guilty and you have to prove that you're innocent. So they do a really good job at keeping companies in line. Now, with that being said, let me move on to something else that I think is very, very important. In the news this week, there was an article that the police, the Met Police, seized 114 billion, no, 114 million pounds in cryptocurrencies. Now, there is a huge fear with cryptocurrencies, and this has been the fear right from the beginning that cryptocurrencies can be used on the dark web, they could be used for to, to launder money, they could be used for all kinds of nefarious purposes. And this is one of the big fears that's happening right now. Now, the Met Police isn't the only uh, police force or uh, authority that has seized Bitcoin in the past. This has happened in the States a number of times. I think the biggest haul in the States was something like $3 billion in cryptocurrency that was seized. So with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies specifically being outside of the financial system, because it can't be traced per se... Um, there is a worry that it can be used for money laundering. Now, look, if you're a Bitcoin head or a crypto crypto head, don't start ranting at me and you know going off one going off on one in your head about oh you know you, you can track it on the blockchain and wallets and all this kind of stuff. Okay, I'm not I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what the regulators think. Okay, so this is how they're thinking. They think that cryptocurrency is untraceable, can be used for anti-money laundering, can be used to fund terrorism, and that is the thing that they're actually cracking down on. Now, we can talk about bigger issues around whether or not cryptocurrency can be fully regulated by a government, because that goes against the whole purpose of cryptocurrency, right? Cryptocurrency is not supposed to be controlled by a person or a government. It's supposed to be an independent financial instrument that everybody can access across the planet, right? We can talk about that all day. And we can also talk about the negative result. Well, I wouldn't say results, but the negative impact of not being able to regulate cryptocurrencies the way fiat currency can be regulated or at least controlled. Okay. 
economies are built on currency, okay? And with cryptocurrencies, you run the danger that when inflation gets out of control, when inflation increases, like monetary policy and fiat currency, inflation will reduce your purchasing power. And monetary policy committees, like the one at the Bank of England, can increase interest rates. That brings everything in tow, or tries to bring everything in tow. It's a mechanism, a tool that they can use to control, massage, grow, restrict the economy. Okay? Now, economies, countries are built on these principles. Cryptocurrency is hard to use or manipulate or... I would say control in that way because it is a decentralized currency. So things like interest rates will not impact things like Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies necessarily, not in the same way that governments would use interest rates to control, grow, contract an economy. Okay, so we could talk about that all day. So what's actually happening here? You've got the background on FCA. We've talked a little bit about why there is an increase in for an activity, it seems, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, they've they've seized 114 million. This is literally last week. I know that uh, there has been uh, a ban on Binance in Japan, Canada. There's another place as well. So the FC have now taken the step to say, right, we are going to restrict your regulatory permissions. So this is actually what's happening now. Unlike what City AM have reported that Binance have been given the boot by the UK watchdog. No, they haven't. They have not been given the boot. Darren Parking, who is the journalist who wrote that headline. What they basically done is they have removed, restricted the ability for Binance to provide trading services to UK citizens. I'm just going to repeat that again. The FCA have revoked or restricted the ability for Binance to provide trading services to their customers here in the UK. Now, cryptocurrencies obviously are not regulated. However, the activity of trading is regulated. So they need permissions for that. That is what the FCA have removed or revoked from Binance. So in other words, if you are using Binance and you hold some cryptocurrencies with them, let's say you got some Bitcoin, Cardano, Ethereum, and you're buying and you're holding it, that's completely fine. Nothing is going to change for you. Nothing at all. If you're just buying it to hold it and then maybe set it on a little bit later on, nothing at all has changed for you. What has changed is if you are using Binance to trade cryptocurrencies, that they will no longer be able to provide as a service to you as a customer. Now, the FCA, when they applied these kind of restrictions, have typically very tight guidelines and things that they require the business to do. So you can go onto the FCA website, and I'll, what I'll do is I'll leave this resource, this link in the show notes below. So feel free to use this and do your own research with this as well and get a sense of what the FCA are doing here and what they've asked to be done here. But this is one thing um, that I'm just going to highlight. So on the clause, it's gonna it says here, by the close of business on the 30th of June, 
2021. So today's the 27th as I record this. You're going to hear this on Monday the 28th. So they've given them two days notice by Wednesday. The firm, that is Binance, must display in a prominent place on the website, www.binance.com. So the FCA are extremely prescriptive around what must be done over what period of time and any other communication channels or social media, including but not limited to the Binance mobile and desk applications, a notice stating Binance Markets Limited, which is the UK entity, the business entity that is registered here in the UK, Binance Markets Limited is not permitted to undertake any regulated activity in the UK. Again, regulated activity is trading. So no longer will you be able to trade any cryptocurrencies, any at all with Binance moving forward until they get written permission from the FCA. So this is clause one in the link that, I've, that I'm going to put in the show notes. The one I just read out is clause two. So clause one said, the firm must not, without the prior written consent of the FCA, carry out any regulated activities for which it has part 4A permissions with immediate effect. Don't worry about the part 4A permissions, but with immediate effect. So they cannot provide any trading services as of immediate effect. Now this, this note on the FCA website went up on the 25th of June, which was actually Friday. We've seen this and it's been in the tabloids today on Sunday. So what do you need to do if you're holding crypto with Binance? Well, if you're buying and you're holding, you do nothing. Service is not gonna change for you. It's business as usual. If you are trading crypto with them, well, end of the line until at least the FCA gives them permission to provide those trading services again. I know for many people, this will be a bitter pill to swallow. And I know that there is going to be an, an, an uproar immediately. Oh my God, you know, the regulators preventing me from earning money and they don't want the everyday man to make money and, and all this kind of stuff. I think skepticism is fine and let's be honest i have a little bit of skepticism here as well and i will i will talk about that in a moment but let me just get this let get this extremely straight and say this very very clearly the fca is more concerned about protecting people more than anything else that is their sole well one of their core functions is to protect people and unfortunately if you've been following me on youtube I have been highlighting that there are a shed load of cryptocurrency scams out on the market right now. I highlighted one last week. One went pop two weeks ago. There is a number that came out, which is astonishing to me. So prior to the pandemic, so I think the numbers were from 2019, back in the 2019, part of 2020, there were something like 600 or 800 cryptocurrency scams in the UK. That number went up to 8,000, okay? Take a, take a minute here before you get all passionate and lemon about the FCA stopping trading, okay? It's not, a, it's not just about you. Now, you may not care about everybody else, but the FCA does, okay? Taking those numbers, 
there were 600 to 800 cryptocurrency scams. Literally 12 to 18 months ago, that number has surged to 8,000. And these are companies that are offering trading services, 2% return per day, Watermine, King Finance, yeah? These are companies that are offering trading services with cryptocurrencies riding off the hype of Bitcoin exploding this year, scamming people. Scamming people. Go back a couple of episodes. I speak about it here on this podcast, the £4 billion exit scam. This is why the FCA has done this. So I'm not going to apologize on their behalf because it's not my job to, that you're no longer able to trade your Bitcoin or whatever it is that you're trading on Binance. Frankly, they don't care. What they are concerned about is how they prevent companies potentially from setting up and ripping people off, people falling uh, foul of a scam. Now, you can argue, well, Binance isn't one of those companies. Yeah, absolutely. But they are one of the biggest in the world. And their job is to protect consumers. Now, let me get onto the skepticism. Cryptocurrency is being traded by, let's just say, the smart money as the clause, the institutions. Okay? It is being traded by the institutions. So this is where you have a right to be out outraged if you want to be outraged. Institutions will continue to trade cryptocurrencies. Retail investors, however, are being squeezed out of that game. Is that fair? Absolutely not. Another point of cynicism, I guess, from me or skepticism from me is, well, the FCA, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency being outside the financial system, okay, UK government, Bitcoin, all that kind of stuff. Are they trying to stifle cryptocurrencies and crypto as an asset class in its own right? The argument to that, deep down, yes, that's what I feel. What does this say for the for the long-lasting impact on cryptocurrencies? That I absolutely do not know. I I did an interview with somebody last week, which is going to go on their channel uh, for YouTube, and we're talking about what the future for Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies is going to be, and I honestly do not know. I'm not a crypto expert per se. I'm sure that there are more qualified people out there who will be able to speak eloquently and informatively about this, more so than I can. But I think that cryptocurrencies will evolve even further. I think that the possibilities and the beauty of cryptocurrency and just the blockchain presents us with the ability to use it for cases that we haven't even thought of yet. Will cryptocurrency still be around? Yes, I think that they will. I think there's always going to be a need for cryptocurrency, certainly when you start thinking about the millions of people worldwide who are unbanked. There's always going to be a need for cryptocurrencies. But in developed worlds like the UK, the US, and so on and so forth, you've got to remember, and I alluded to this earlier in the episode, economies are built on our financial system. And it's not just about banks. It is you know, insurance firms, it is the Bank of England, it is monetary policy, all of these things, inflation, how you control all of these things, you do it within a financial system that is dependent on fiat currency. Crypto goes against all of that. How it will get incorporated so that 
you know, you could increase interest rates and have cryptocurrencies come in line or, or, or react similarly to uh, a fiat currency. I have no idea how that would actually work moving forward. None whatsoever. But these are the things that are going to be forefront of government's mind. And this is where I truly believe the future for crypto is absolutely bright. I do. I think that there are user cases that we haven't thought about now. What shape it will be in in 10 to 15 years time, I don't know. Now, I'm not saying before anybody tries to jump on me here that Bitcoin is going to go to zero. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that any of these coins are going to go down to zero. Well, certainly not the established ones anyway. Bitcoin, Ethereum, maybe Cardano. I'm not saying that that at all. I think they will still have value. I think that we may see a slower pace of the growth that we've seen in cryptocurrencies. Um, but I think they will still be around. I think that there will be new applications for cryptocurrencies and the blockchain will evolve as well moving forward. Those are just my thoughts. And I do have some cynicism around this, around is this just part of the immediate efforts, which will be long and sustained around trying to curtail the use and the growth of crypto assets and cryptocurrencies as a whole. I personally think that, yes, it is the beginning to that, because the government will have to try everything within its power to ensure that not only is there a tax take, there is a level of control when it comes to anti-money laundering, financial crimes, and all this other kind of stuff that I've already alluded to in this episode. So with that being said, look, don't panic if you're using Binance. I guess that's what you should take away from this. If you're buying, you're holding, you're looking to sell a bit later on, nothing's changed. You just carry on doing as you would normally do. Uh, if you're using it to trade, if you're using Binance to trade, that is, then no longer. You can't. You can't use Binance. I honestly think that they will do the same with other crypto trading platforms. And I think now is where you need to be very, very careful. And this is going to be my one warning for this episode. Now, you are going to see on social media, and this is something that the FCA have also said they're going to start targeting, specifically Facebook and all social media platforms because they need to be held responsible for some of this nonsense. You are going to see a whole barrage of platforms who are now going to be vying for your business when it comes to trading cryptocurrencies. Where something like this happens, there's always an opportunist that comes along to take advantage. And that's where you open yourself up potentially to be scammed. So please be mindful of this moving forward because you're going to be you're going to be seeing a ton of it. I guarantee you right now there'll be businesses that are looking at this thinking, fantastic, let's go. Let's make some cake right here. I guarantee you that right now. So you're going to see an increase, an explosion of crypto trading platforms, possibly citing, oh, Binance can no longer offer this service. We can. Please be careful. Do you due diligence? Will the FCA allow other com companies to provide trading services? Probably not. I could imagine right now that Coinbase may have something similar coming down the line. In fact, I would argue that it's unfair if they don't repeat this with other crypto providers here in the UK. So there it is. Let me know what you think. 
um, reach out to me on Instagram. As always, I appreciate you for listening to the podcast. Um, if you want to support the, the podcast, by the way, there is a link um, in the show notes. Feel free to, you can buy me a coffee or buy me a beer there if you like. But I hope this is useful either way. I wish you all the best this week. Um, there's some very exciting stuff going on right now. Um, so, so, so exciting. Um, we'll talk more about that on another episode. But guys, remember, money's a tool. Life is for living. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.